Friday to everyone in the sports universe. This is the AM Drive. For Aaron Crouch, I am Milo Carvelis. It is May 19, 2023. There's nothing in my cup. Um, Aaron, how has your week been? Uh, it's been a little down. I mean, we have had no hockey for what seems like five days, four days. And then, of course, the conference finals, you know, kick off with a bang or a very long bang, I guess you could say. I mean, I was uh, honestly shocked. I'm not still watching the game, but uh, it was uh, it was definitely a good game to watch. I can tell you that. I love playoff overtime hockey. It's it's fantastic. I thought you were going to say we haven't seen hockey in five hours. Well, that's also true. I think it felt it like probably five or six hours as well. But uh, yeah. yeah, no, I uh, <laughs> I definitely didn't think we'd have one overturned goal led to another. You know back-breaking goal for the Canes. I mean, both goalies and both teams played incredible. It, it sucks to always see someone lose that game when you don't have a rooting interest. <laughs> oh, I didn't have a rooting interest either, although I was kind of low-key rooting for the Panthers at this point because they are such like a – they're such a team of destiny right now because like they're playing with like Cinderella money right now, so I, I love it. That's true. MikeAndAaronDrive.com for the best in our pitiful show – that's a great shirt. I love that shirt. Thanks. That long sleeve hoodie. Huh? That it matches my tumbler. Yes. And there it is some my tumbler too. Fair enough. Or is that coffee or water this morning? There's actually something in mine. I already had my coffee. I, I'm having water right now. Okay, that's fair. Let's get caught up with some NBA playoffs here and. <laughs> Um, Lakers are down 0-2 to the Nuggets. Your Nuggets, by the way. Nuggets. <laughs> and the um, Heat stole game one from the Celtics. Now, Aaron, I want to first get to the elephant in the room here, which is, of course, the um, – wow, my camera hates me right now. Which is, of course, the um, Lakers who are down 0-2. I actually think the worst thing for them to do in game one was come back because you're in the altitude already. You're on one day of rest before game two. I'm like, if you can't if you can't steal it, you're gonna get screwed. So instead of trying for game one, why not like rest your stars in like the fourth quarter for game two? Again, I know like you don't want to play with your food here, but they were very confident going into game two, and God Almighty, their fatigue showed up late again. It was insane. So <clears throat> something I've never really play, uh, paid attention to. I mean, obviously, we know it's there because it's Denver, and we've heard all the stories, the altitudes and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I would think a team kind of settles into, you know, being in that environment. And it turns out, statistically and scientifically, it's the other way around. The less time you're in there, um, as far as being in there a short time, if you live there, then eventually you do get adjusted to it. But the less time you're there, it's actually better for a team. So, uh, for me to hear that uh, actually made me have no faith in the Lakers last night. I mean, they kept it close. They definitely, they definitely kept it right around the spread, which again is is just insane how how sharp these guys are uh, to see something like that. I mean, it was a five point spread, and that was what it finished. Um, but you know, I'm not worried about the Lakers. This is exactly. I mean, I say this every round. Everybody wants to be like, "What's going on?" It's like 
Denver did exactly what they're supposed to do. They held Serb at home. Now, Apparently. you know, when we get back to L.A., we'll see what happens here. I mean, I think the advantage is obviously with the Lakers in that spot, but um, because Denver has the ability to kind of let their foot off in game three if necessary. Uh, I don't think the Lakers can just show up and assume they're going to win, though. I mean, I think this this Denver team, you know, people are talking about how, you know, if it's not Jamal Murray, you know, what's going to happen? And, and that's probably true. That's true of a lot of teams, you know. But Jamal Murray has been just lights out so far these playoffs and, of course, these two games. Um, the big thing for the Lakers is, you know, can AD can't put two games together. He just can't. <laughs> I, okay, so Anthony Davis, to me, I didn't like that he was trying to go for 40 in game one, which I believe he did achieve 40. But last night, he took like two garbage time threes. I'm like, this is what we learned not to do from game one from LeBron. Like, right. don't do that, you idiot. And LeBron's there passing it to him. Like, LeBron, I know you're tired. But this guy's not hitting his shots. He's like, it was like four for 14 minutes, like four for 16. What? They tried to steal one of those games so bad, and each time they got screwed. And each time, they always, it's almost like they were thinking too much. That's why I'm also, that's why I'm not concerned. Because not only have I, I've seen the road thing happen before, I've like grown accustomed to like learning from you with that. But I, I feel like, I still feel confident, but my panic meter is at like a three or four right now, and it should be like a one or two. But I mean, uh, a lot I, of there. I mean, in a broad spectrum, sure, you, there should be a little panic. You are down two zero. I mean, at the say, at the sense of, yes, like I, I can tell you, Denver did what they're supposed to do, blah blah blah, this that and the other. But you are still down two zero, and it becomes theoretically a must win in game three because. Morale and you know fan and you know fan input. It's it's over when you're down three zero. I mean it's it's it just is. That's the way of the world, um, especially to the team that really hasn't had a bad game in the playoffs. I mean I know they lost a couple to the Suns, but they really haven't played poorly in the playoffs. So we'll see what happens here. Game three is obviously pivotal. Uh, you know, I've noticed everybody kind of backing off LeBron so far in this playoffs. Like I feel like this is kind of the game where he has to. He has to kind of take over. If if he lets this game slip, game three, you know, I'm not going down the legacy route, but this is kind of a, a bump for him. I mean, like, I know this isn't – they're not expected to win this. They're the dogs. But in fans' minds and, of course, in the debate that just will never end, he's expected to win this. Good point because I, I've told people this every year. I feel like there's always, like, a bunch of fans saying, told you the Nuggets were good. Like, just say the team with the best record we've learned in the NBA is, is nothing. Like, you can say, like, they're the favorites and they're the best record all you want to, but usually the team with the best player is supposed to win. That's what's in the NBA. That's what's supposed to happen. Um, you could argue what, now, this day, at a 39-year-old LeBron, that Jokic is the best player in the series. Jokic, I still can't get down with that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm like Jamal Murray stepped up. If Jamal Murray does not go berserk in the fourth quarter, they don't win the game. Well, if Anthony Davis doesn't have good games, they don't win the game either. So. That's a fair point. I mean, I, in terms of the legacy talk, I do want to say LeBron James, in my opinion, this is adding and hurting his legacy at the same time, like adding two and taking away because his big thing is longevity. And that's what I'm a big fan of. But if you're going to break down now, if you're supposed to win, how can you be better 
to me, he's already better. But in, in, in fans' minds, how can you be better if you are breaking down as an old man when you're supposed to be some some goat still? I don't think he is a goat anymore. I also think he's battling a foot injury, which he injured like five times last night. You don't think LeBron's a goat anymore? What do you mean? No, I don't think he's playing like that. Oh, no. He's obviously he's tired more often, which really hurts me like hard. He's like, he's, like, he's way more tired than he used to be. Yeah, he's 39 years old. I mean, it's it's 30. not like he's immortal. I mean, he's he's a guy trying to get through this. That's what shocks me about him saying he's going to stick it out until Bronny gets there. I mean, like, he's going to be a, a role player by then, <laughs> which is fine. I mean, uh, you know, it was – I just don't see it, you know, really being a Bron and Bronny, like, superstar show. Uh, but anyways, yeah, no, I mean, you can disagree with Jokic, but I think he's, you know, inadvertently proving his point that he should have been the three-time MVP at this point, in my opinion. Uh, I don't think that, um, you know, I don't think that he's done anything wrong so far in the playoffs. He's he may, he may not be taking his game to an elevated level, but I think he finally has the components that everybody's been kind of crapping on him for. Like Michael Porter Jr. has been hurt how many years now Jamal Murray got last year like he's finally got these components that every superstar you know when we're judging them needs I mean Michael and Scotty LeBron and Kyrie and and, you know and Anthony Davis and you know you need a little bit of help In in a game of basketball one man cannot do it all even though we expect that to be the case like you said best player in the series right if I 100% agree that it's LeBron anymore yeah, to be fair, he told us three years ago it was supposed to be AD, so it's your turn, AD. Well, yeah, he probably just passed it off so he could. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to harp on LeBron, but it is one of those things. Like we're looking at a, a series right now that if if AD did, if AD was playing out of his mind this entire playoffs, and they went and won a championship, it's going to be all LeBron. Like people won't remember it's AD, and if. If they lose, ultimately, people are going to not remember that, you know, if, if AD was playing out of his mind, which that's the thing. The problem is, is AD just can't get it right. I mean, Austin Reeves is playing pretty consistent. Hushimura is playing pretty consistent. But if they had AD putting up, you know, a double-double every night, playing solid defense, they'd probably be the champs. But Thank you. They, they just can't get right with him. And ultimately, it's going to fall on him. It's not going to fall on LeBron at the end of the – whenever the end of this run is. And let's go heat. Oh, that. <laughs> That's a whole different bag of worms. I mean, we, this is this is the more interesting series, so to speak. I mean, they won. They stole game one, and, and they actually became a bigger dog in game two. They're nine-point dogs tonight. I'm not mad. <sighs> Did you hear Jimmy Butler? T- I, I can't. I can't. Uh, I don't know how I feel about Jimmy Butler's comments for post-game. I, I know you're a fan of the heat, so your, your opinion is going to be a little bit more dissuade, but. The, the coming out and saying we still don't care what any of y'all think like are people like people aren't harping on miami or badgering yes miami. they are okay well, i don't I, i'm not talking about twitter i'm not talking about twitter i'm talking about the the, the press mm-hmm. I, I i think people believe i know the 97 to 3 espn prediction i get that i understand that that was disrespect i understand that what miami's done deserves more but that's all pure uh, algorithm numbers. That's not somebody coming out there and saying, look at these sucky-ass Miami Heat. They got no shot. Like, 
if people <clears throat> believe that a Celtics team is going to beat you, and it's not a disrespect. They just, that's what they feel. I, I don't know. I just, I, I don't know if I love Jimmy Butler. We still don't care about anything else. I don't think they, I don't think people who predicted the Celtics to win care what Jimmy Butler thinks either. They're going to make their prediction. If they're wrong, they're wrong. I mean, I think ESPN had a panel of 30, 30 something people with the uh, Oilers Golden Knights series, and only three of them picked the Golden Knights. I mean, th- these things just happen. People get it wrong. I mean, Miami might still win this series. I still think the Celtics are going to get this one, but. Miami might win this series, and I don't see anything wrong with it. I don't believe it's a 97-3 discrepancy. I'm pretty sure I'm like 98% sure that I picked the Golden Knights as well. Okay, that makes four. Cheers. <laughs> God bless. Um, the Spurs won the women yama. I mean, the NBA draft lottery. The women yottery. <laughs> That's fair, too. Um, so he's supposed to be some – the best player ever, which I God, I, I don't believe that whatsoever. It, I love the NBA. I love this guy. He's not. Um, but the Spurs were plus five thirty-five. I want to give a prop to this guy and get these winners on Twitter. I've told you this guy before. You may not. You may brush me by. This guy predicted this. I followed him for a while. He like posts everything for free. It was like twenty-one one and one in his um, MLB props the other day. Once again. I'm telling you to follow this guy. He's really good. But he predicted this because he said he felt like the Spurs were going to get the get-right lottery ball again. It was like Chicago Blackhawks just got. At this point, after seeing Chicago and San Antonio win this thing, I'm I'm starting to question that lottery system. I really am. It's weird. I mean, you're not wrong. It's, it's 100% such a head-scratching case. I mean, I don't understand why we can't just have this stuff you know, I mean, I know that the the NHL lottery was televised, and but it's based on a number combination, and not just okay. Here's the situation: we have a, a one we have 100 balls, and we're you know you're 13 you're 14 percent you're gonna get 14 balls. You know you're 20 you're 20 percent you're gonna get 20 balls. Like while we're doing these number combinations, like 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 we're telling you that, that the NHL and the NBA aren't rich enough to create a system to where they can have the right number of balls in a lottery style machine. And they have to have these combination method type drawings because we don't get to see what the combination actually represents or translates to. Bingo. It's, it's so like, it's like, look at this thing spin. That's what, I, I don't want to believe that. That's like the Georgia lottery. I don't want to believe that. Does the NBA do it the same way with combinations or we don't even know. They don't even get to see it. Right. I don't, I don't even like, I don't. Yeah. It's, it's it's average. It's broadcast. I'm like, but I don't care to watch. I don't think anybody cares to watch it. It it's just so tough to because I think what the Spurs were what the fourth best odds to get them. To, to yeah, get them. but plus five thirty five in terms of no, I meant hysterical. Per, I meant percentage wise. I think they were fourth. They were fourth, but to me, it's like. Tell me if you like this because I I kind of while we're talking about this, I'm kind of getting the gears turning here. Do you think it's good for the league that we're technically not rewarding the tanking teams? Now, Spurs might have tanked in a way, but Spurs have also been known to win before. So I'm almost like, okay, we're not rewarding the Hornets to just go screw up some guy's career again. I'm almost like low-key okay with that in like a weird, sinister way. Yeah, but if the Spurs had some kind of off-the-field scandal like the Blackhawks did, then we just see all that on Twitter. 
They did what? What did the Blackhawks do? I think you're kidding. I can't tell. I, I'm, well, of course I'm kidding. Okay. I was like, I can go down that road, but it might take a little longer. No, no, we were uh, I don't know. It seems weird. It's because it's like, you know, back in the 90s, Orlando Magic had back-to-back picks. And then you have like in like I think it was like 2008 or 9, like Cleveland picked like 3 years in a row, didn't they? Trash, trashing locker room cancer. Yes. Yeah, I mean I I so it's like, you know, I don't know. It's the lottery's weird. I, I'm okay with cuz I'm never, you know, I don't love tanking, but like in the NFL, it's like if you're going to get the number 1 pick, you got to do it. You know, it, it, but I don't know if I like the lottery system. But I know that it's not fair to make them settle it on the court because I don't think it's fair for guys to play for a a prize that means nothing to them if they're not going to be on the team next year. I also I'm starting to believe after playing some fantasy football and basketball a bunch of drafts this year. I've noticed a theme with fans is they also low-key tank sometimes. Like, they'll do, like, the I want to compile picks. You can have all these other players. I'm like, but don't we get mad at people for tanking and do the same thing in fantasy football and basketball in Dynasty Leagues? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't I mean, think... it's strategy. I get it. Yeah, but like you said, like, I think the NBA and the NHL do a good job of saying, hey, we don't want – 17 well the nba be less but we don't want seven teams to just produce a crap product i was gonna say a bad word you had your one customer for the show to produce a bad product for an entire season that's that's not good for the league in general um it does happen in the nfl we know it happens we can't stop it uh but fortunately i think it's only like two or three teams that really do it and I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I mean, I, the, 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 the real answer would be to say, Hey, look, we're going to settle this. All these non-playoff teams, you're going to play a tournament for the number one pick. But like I said, like I, I've heard, you know, evidence to say, look, that's not fair to some guy to have to play. And then, Oh, I'm playing in a tournament for the number one pick for them to draft a guy who's going to replace me. You know, it's, it's like bowl season now at this point, why are we playing for, why are we potentially risking injury for, for, Almost nothing. Good point. No, I agree with that. I agree with that one thousand percent. Um, we gotta move on here just to get this over with. Um, John, <laughs> John Moran is dumb. Part three hundred seventy four. Boyle. Okay, you texted it best. You said um, you don't think there's anything that's been said that we're gonna say differently. I agree with that. I just want to say, John Moran, you're a fool. Yeah, I mean, all I'll say really is, is just like, you know, it's 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 a fool me once, shame on me, fool me twice, shame on you, league. And I think the NBA has to come down pretty hard on him. I know he didn't break any laws, JJ Redick, but you, when you work for and represent an employer, unless they actively tell you we don't care what you do on social media, you are one hundred percent of the time that you are awake representing your company. And with the NBA being mostly left-leaning and liberal, they are staunchly against guns, which is half the country. And, And with you being an idiot on social media, how many times now with a gun? Three? Three times, yeah, because you got the 
you got well, there's might be four because like you got got the kid, you've got the um the there's oh yeah you've got the, the Pacers thing which was yeah. not on social media got two IG lives so it's probably four or five yeah. And the thing I just don't understand, and I, I I guess I never will. And and I was talking to some people who, based on my knowledge of their past, I know that they were about that life back in the day. <laughs> The, the, the thing they hate to see the most is somebody who didn't come from that life trying to act like they are in that life. Mm-hmm. Like a poser, I guess you could say, for lack of a better word. And a rat. Yeah, like he grew up, he grew up in, in, in a private school, I think. Yeah, I mean, and you know, the, the sad thing is like his dad wants to be his friend and not his dad, like, somebody's got to get step in front of this guy, John Morant, and just say, look, you know, you're potentially trying to throw away hundreds of millions of dollars, and for what? Yo. For, for, for being a hard, for being hard on the IG. Kids yeah. these days. Darn them all. Exactly. Becky Hammond's a Hall of Famer. Wait, 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 just a minute now. Now this news comes out? Aaron... You have to explain to me. I have not read up on this, but I know it was like they rescinded some picks. They suspended her without pay or something like that. What happened exactly with this Becky Hammond thing in Vegas? I have no idea. I thought you did. You're the Vegas guy. I don't follow the aces. No disrespect. I mean, I know that she got suspended for, I think, two games, and then she's losing pay, but I don't know anything about it. I thought I thought you would know something about it. <laughs> okay. So, apparently – she there were comments made to Hamby to a player named um Erica, which is a great name, Hamby, who um who was pregnant. And apparently Hamby made a made a made a um complaint. So she might have said, I I don't even want to guess what 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 what, what insult she said about a baby in someone's stomach. I'm what I'm gonna to get her fined and suspended. Well, I could okay. Well, I don't want to go down the road. But I'm sure our imagination can tell us some things. You would say you're a pregnant person in today's political climate that would get you suspended. Are you pregnant or just fat? <laughs> like abortion. Like, come on now. I mean, if like, she... make a comment. Like, you're either, you're committed to playing, but you're having you know a pregnancy, and Becky probably didn't like that too much. Now she sounds like an idiot. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I mean, oh, good lord, that's what it sounds like, though. Yeah, I mean, sure. It just to me, you know, I don't. You're more committed to spreading your legs than you are playing. I don't, I don't know. The, if those are, and again, like you said, if this is, uh, the the case, that's a fireable offense. Oh. Maybe that, well, they, they couldn't fire Becky Hammond, though, in the reasons you know why, because she's, like, growing the game over there. Yeah, but I, I think you could put anybody, you know, as coach of this team. From what I understand, this team is pretty damn good. Uh, I, I think you – I mean, you got Kelsey Plum. You have uh, – what's her she's name? She's cute. From, from South Carolina. I forget her name, the uh, the number one pick. We got Ryan Howard. No, Asia, Asia. Oh, Asia. Yeah, she's hot too. Um, I'm sorry, Asia Wilson. Yeah, you'd get yourself suspended for these comments you're making. Whoa! No, we don't have enough listeners. Yeah, we. Uh, they don't give us. So the team violation entailed promises of impermissible benefits during contract extensions. So it's not even like what she. She didn't say anything. 
I think she promised things she wasn't eligible to promise. Like more men. I don't know. Oh jeez. Come on. I just it's it's they're actually not telling us like I'm it almost seems like that that she promised something to get her to sign an extension and then and then and then reneged is what I'm I'm Ooh. thinking. Oh she's a thief. I guess, yeah. I mean it's oh. it's that's what I see here. So I don't know, we'll see. Now shoplifter in the making. Okay, good. Well, well, we come back. Um, NHL playoffs. Air will tell us all about the remaining teams. Rest in peace, Kraken. And also, Coyotes. Are we done? Oh, be right back. And welcome back here to the Friday Fantasy Draft Friday edition of the AM Drive here. We're presented by Fanatics. It's very simple. If you want the best in sports memorabilia, merchandise, and apparel, including all the playoff merch that they got out right now, please head over to MikeAndAaronDrive.com and click that Fanatics logo. It gets you, again, the best in sports memorabilia, merchandise, apparel, jerseys, anything you can think of. Fanatics has got you covered. But first, head over to MikeAndAaronDrive.com and then click that Fanatics logo because it helps out this channel tremendously. And we thank you for that. Ooh, ooh. Ooh, ooh. You're such a weirdo. <laughs> Catch us up, man. He's you're such a dad, man. <laughs> I'm a dad. <laughs> it's uh, it's the NHL playoffs have been incredible. We have now in the conference finals, we got one game under our belt. Actually, technically two games. The amount of amount of hockey that they played. Oh. Uh, obviously, if you guys you know fell asleep or didn't watch the. Panthers beat the Hurricanes game one, a four-overtime thriller. And actually, it was 12 seconds left in the fourth overtime. So we were almost headed to a fifth at that point. Of course, on the other side of the uh, bracket, we have Stars and Golden Knights getting their Western Conference final matchup underway tonight. Um, talking about the previous round, I mean, the Hurricanes obviously took care of business. Panthers took care of business. The East, Eastern Conference was set almost a week ago. Um, happy to see that the Toronto Maple Leafs, it's like... It's like the, the 72 Dolphins. When every team in the NFL finally loses a game, they pop the champagne. It's like every year we pop the champagne that Toronto is eliminated. Usually it's in the first round, obviously, in my, you know, my lifetime. But uh, it's always nice to see the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. My favorite meme uh, in hockey is always they have a photo of the two handlers of the Stanley Cup. But instead of the Stanley Cup, it's actually a golf bag with Maple Leaf logos on it. <laughs> so, That's good. So they're like, adios, Toronto. So. Um, you know, of course, it's been a, a hell of a week with Edmonton and Toronto Maple Leafs fans on Twitter. It's never their fault. It's the most hilarious thing I've ever seen. It's never the team played poorly. The refs were bad. You know, the other. Oh, gee, reason number one, refs. Yeah, it is. It's but it's so much worse with Canadian fans of any Canada team because they just believe that they're just smarter than the average American. They're just smarter than, than the American hockey fan. And to an extent, some of that can be true. But just just because you're Canadian doesn't naturally make you more hockey knowledge than 
than the you know the, the guy down in the states. So I don't know. That's it's always a nice day when all the Canadian teams are are eliminated from playoff contention. Uh, it's going to be a tough one. I, I took, I picked the Hurricanes, not in our bracket. Our bracket's almost dead. I can still get the, I did pick the conference final matchup in the West, right? Just like you did, I believe, too. Stars and Vegas. Woohoo! I have Vegas advancing and you have the Stars advancing. So one of us I is going to be. I think BGK wins it. Yeah, I think they do, too. I think this, but I think this one drags out. I think this one goes seven. Both teams equally matched, with the exception of the goalies. Dallas has a better goalie. Um, which is unfortunate for, for Vegas because any series they go into right now, they're going to have the inferior goalie, which is always a scary thought because goaling, goaltending is the most important thing in the playoff. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, I still think the Canes get this series. Uh, well, that goalie for Florida, man. Oh, well, Bobrovsky is incredible. But Freddie Anderson, <laughs> Freddie Anderson played insane as well. Yes. Uh, Look, you saw the glove saves in the overtimes? Let's see the stick save. <laughs> it was insane. It, it was just absolutely incredible. I mean, that game should have ended six times, uh, you know. But uh, I think ultimately Carolina will get it. It just feels like their year. But like you said, don't mess with Florida. It seems like they're destined. And you know, it, it's amazing at the at the at the end of last year, beginning of this year, uh, a lot of people ridiculed Panthers GM for acquiring. Keith, uh, Matt Kachuk at, um, at, you know, for Jonathan Huberdeau. Everybody thought it was kind of a fleecing by Calgary, but mm-hmm. it turned out to work pretty damn well for the Florida Panthers. And, you know, as a Lightning fan, I hate watching them succeed, but as a hockey fan, they are a really fun watch. So, you know, I hope both these series drag out, go seven, and we enjoy both of them. That's all I can really say about this point because there's nothing better than the NHL playoffs. If you're not watching them by now, you need to get on it. Get on it, man. Get on the stick. Get it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and yeah, my cracking. Listen, I like what the I think it was a coach that said, um, just because these players thought like had a good season, they're not satisfied. I was happy to hear that. No, and of course, you know, I know we all we talk about is cups and rings, and that's all that matters, but like for and they're never they were never you know gonna live up to what the magic of. of VGK season one was, but I'd say the Seattle Kraken are on the right path. They have the right players, the right tools. I know you hate Grubauer, but well, I do. He's terrible. I disagree one hundred percent. I think he's the right guy. I think they just, I think their defense, their defensemen are very bad. I agree with that too. Uh, they have a lot of of nifty niche scores. They need a, they need probably a. I wouldn't say a superstar D, but I think they need two solid defensemen. I would, I would, I would go with the two solid like Ryan McDonough type defensemen versus like a superstar like Garrett Carlson. Um, and I would like to say if they could get a consistent twenty-five to thirty goal score, they're a very dangerous team. I don't know what you're doing, but smoking the Grubauer pack. I like Grubauer. I've always been in his corner. He had a <laughs> here. Um, but I thought he he was incredible this year, and um, I don't know if he's the goalie of the future. I mean, they, maybe they can figure it out. They, but I, I'm in I'm in Grubauer's corner. I'm a, I'm a Grubauer stand or a defender. That's gross. Okay, um, are we done seeing the the, the Yotes in Zona? <laughs> oh, Donald, Arizona fan said. So this one's tough because. I know the vote. Basically, I you know I talked to 
Cody or at least whoever was on uh, World Hockey Report, either Cody or Adam. Uh, and basically, you know, as long as he's telling the truth with everything, it seemed like a no-brainer deal to get this done in Tempe, and somehow it still got voted down. Um, so I'm not quite sure what I understand. And then I realized that apparently the city of Arizona uh, basically voted or basically spent millions on advertising to get this proposition shut down. So, oh, wow. Those scumbags. If I'm the Arizona Coyotes, now, believe I did no favors in making people want me to stick around. Uh, but well, give them the middle finger on the way out, or I'm going to take my part and give some leave. I'm going to say they find a way to stay in Arizona. <sighs> Houston! If, Houston! What do you care about Houston? <laughs> well, they have no valid franchises. The Texans are not only a sham; they also have a, have a, like racial problems in the past, and and a great quarterback in terms of like, you know, what's the word? Um, composure in massage rooms. They've also had the cheating bastards. They need a real team. I would argue that the Houston Texans were a staple of success for about 10, 15 years. Yeah, Matt Shaw. Let me tell you, that's a world beater right there, Matt freaking Shaw. Who's Ooh. won the most AFC South title since two thousand two? Well, it was the Colts. I think it might be the maybe the Texans. That might be something. You're to watch your mouth with that one. Don't don't be. Anyways, point being is, is I like think three number one picks. Well, one of them was an expansion draft. Go ahead. Um, I will say that I fi- I think they find a way to stay in Arizona. If they don't stay in Arizona, then yeah, I think Houston or Kansas City makes a lot of sense. I would like to see them in Kansas City, to be honest with you. Um, but I I really believe that they find a way to end up in Scottsdale. Uh, there's a oh. there's a casino called Talking Stick, which is northeast Phoenix. Scottsdale's just a suburb of it. Uh, Northeast Phoenix Talking Stick, uh, Talking, Talking Stick Resort and Casino is probably the biggest thing in in Phoenix in terms of gambling. I believe they could probably put up a 10, 12,000 seat arena. I mean, wow. let's be the, the the Coyotes aren't they couldn't even fill the 5,000 seat arena they've been playing in. So. <laughs> I think I'll, I'll say this. I think the biggest problem for the Coyotes was moving to Glendale. And I know people say, you know, oh, what, you know, it doesn't, why does that matter? Because Glendale, the Tampa Bay Rays are having the same problem. Glendale is the furthest west of Arizona, of Phoenix that you can get. Now, why does this work for the, for the Cardinals? Because it's the NFL. The NFL and the NBA, the NFL and the NHL are night and day different. Yes, the Cardinals can go out to Glendale because they play once a week. People can make the travel. You have four games a week, you know, home games, 41 home games a year. It's a little bit different when the majority of your population doesn't live within 30 minutes of you. And doesn't like you. I think they like them. I think they like when when the when the Coyotes were downtown playing in the same arena as the Suns, they were actually a more popular team. The Suns fans are pretty good, even though I don't like them. That's a good point. But I don't know. Whatever happened, they've severed ties with the Suns. The Suns don't want them back in Footprint Arena. I think if Talking Stick can do it, Find a way to build a no-frills arena. Nothing fancy, nothing flashy. No frills, 15K seats. Coyotes stay in Scottsdale. Hey, oh, look, a talking stick. How are you doing? I've done this joke before. Fair enough. I know it's like some indigenous thing, and I've been canceled for the second time. Great. You get canceled at least once a show, so what's the difference? That's good. 
Can't be canceled if you've already been canceled before. Ah. Recanceled. Woo! Oh, that sounds horrible. Top five major league baseball teams. Okay. Uh, you want to go first or you want me to go first? I can go first. Mine, go mine, I still have the same five teams. Woo! Um, we've shuffled up a little bit. No parody. You know, I look at it, and you know, I watch enough baseball at work, and you know, these these five teams are the best five teams in my opinion right now. And watch more than me. And they and they've been for the last two weeks, so I'll stick with obviously number one, those Tampa Bay Rays. Number two, the Atlanta Braves. Number three, those Texas Rangers. Number four, moving up from five is the Dodgers, and falling from four to five is those Baltimore Orioles. Well, that show sucks because I got the same list. All right, have a good one. Now. I've got Rays, Braves, Dodgers, Orioles, Rangers. Same teams, different lineup. Yeah, I, I came to my senses. I still don't watch baseball. I, I've been so invested in hockey, lacrosse, and basketball. I have tried so hard to watch hockey. It's a sensory overload for sure. I mean, I, I get it. I probably, if I if it wasn't on where, where I work, I probably wouldn't watch too much baseball either. So, And if Sleeper App would do the stupid baseball thing, what like lineups that would, that would help me a lot too, being more invested. It's fair. I'm just saying, I'm, I'm a nerd. All right, when we come back, fantasy draft Friday. Where are we drafting here? We'll figure it out next on the AM Drizzle. We have the meats. <laughs> you went McDonald's to Arby's to Agridime. As if you want the best and highest quality meats delivered directly to your door at a discounted price, code AM Drive, make sure that you visit our sponsors, Agridime, very much. Go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com, click that Agridime logo, shop, click add to cart. They even have an option where they will send you a freezer full of meat. Razor for the right price, but go to go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com, click the Agridime logo, shop till you drop, shop till your heart's content, shop till your cart is full, and when your cart is full, use promo code AMDRIVE at checkout for 10% off your entire order. Shop until you have a heart attack on the meats. Yeah, exactly. Shop until your red meat kills you. <laughs> I'm on a red meat diet. I'm okay. I'm, on a, I'm not on a diet at all. Whatever. <laughs> I'm going to eat what you want diets. When you want it. Okay. Um, fantasy draft, I do want to ask you this question beforehand. Aaron, would you trade Victor Weminyama for like a superstar if you're in the Spurs? You know, I thought about this, and I don't think there's one player in the league right now. Well, <laughs> the only player I would even – consider like not hang up the phone for would be Giannis. <laughs> You're one of those people. Okay. Okay. I probably still wouldn't do the deal, but I wouldn't either. I mean not Dame, not K D, not Devin Booker. Devin, not, Devin and K D Not even my boy Jokic. I don't think I would trade I mean 
maybe Jokic. I don't know. But even then, it would have to be like it, it couldn't just be the number one pick for Jokic straight up. I, 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 I and I won't, I won't spend too long on this, but I mean, historically, seven foot four, five guys, they just don't, they don't have the longevity. They don't pan out. I'm gonna make a bold take, and I'm not a doctor, but to your point, I swear to God, there's some disease where if you're that long and skinny and can barely move, I'm pretty sure. You he have can move. I, don't about, I don't know about that. He doesn't play right now in his life. He doesn't play as much as an NBA schedule does. So, I mean, you're already. I, I was listening to somebody on ESPN. They were already talking about load management. I mean, this guy hasn't even been drafted yet, and they're talking about load management with him. Oh, see, my thing is, I don't. I, I still don't think he moves very well. I'm, I I don't care what they say. I, I've seen videos. I don't think he moves very well. I think he looks very like. Like board, like board, like a two by four when he's running. Oh yeah, he's not funny. athletic, but he can he can definitely. Hit. I've seen some crossovers that he's pulled on some guys. They look pretty damn sweet. Highlights aside, I don't. I'm not a fan. I think I'm, the only players I'm even considering, and I would probably be fired as a GM if I pulled the trigger just because of the sheer potential, is Giannis and Jokic. Not a guy young enough that's so dominant in the league. I would trade John if he, if he didn't have a gun fetish. No. Yeah, I would for this guy. Yeah, I would. Um, I like if I'm the Spurs, I would take Jaw. I would take LeBron if I knew I would get other players that would join LeBron. But obviously, you're not going to just trade LeBron. You get fired. Would, okay, I would trade for Jokic. I would trade for Trey Young. What? I would trade for um look I'm seeing it off. Luca for God's sake. Oh my god. The guy who doesn't play any defense. Oh, okay. So Victor Wobanyama. Oh my you I'm telling watch what you wish for. Go ahead and draft him, I don't you first pick. I'm not saying he's guaranteed to be a GOAT type player. But I'm saying if he is if he becomes that and you passed on him for another player who doesn't really make your team better. Like, you're gonna get fired. You're, gonna, you're just you're done. I want you to, I want you to clip that, put that on social media, and see if you get roasted or or if you get, if you get, uh, you know, applauded for that. In ten years or in ten in ten minutes after the show. Right now, if you were a GM and you traded this pick for anybody, I think you get fired tomorrow. That's because of media hype. But the thing, that's the thing. Like, there's nobody else out there. Like, I, like I said, I think if you trade Giannis or, or because Giannis is arguably the best player in the world. No, he's not. Who is? Who's the best player in the NBA right now? I would say it's Luka or Jokic, honestly. Oh God. Well, I would have said Jokic, but I, I think Giannis is better than than Doncic. You can put that I one think out. Giannis was peaked, and I think people need to stop acting like he's some generational talent. Well, peaked. He- the peak, if this is his peak, he's still currently the best player in the world, in my opinion. Mm. He just has no three-point shot. The you cannot lose in the first round like he did. To an eight, I don't care what eight seed it is. That's that's ridiculous. That, I'll give you that. That's a bad look, but he also has a ring, and Luca doesn't. <laughs> a warm ring. All right. Luca hasn't even sniffed a ring, so calm down with that. Cocaine. All right. <laughs> you have the All first right, picture. Draft here. 
Today's fantasy draft is in honor of said number one pick being awarded to the Spurs. So Mike and I are going to do a fantasy draft where we are going to build our ultimate team based on number one picks all time. Now, of course, you guys know fantasy draft Friday. Once one player is picked, that player isn't eligible for the other team. Uh, Mike had the first pick in last week's mother fantasy draft. So <laughs> going to crush his day and take my first pick, which is, of course, LeBron James at small. Oh! All right. He was on my list because he's a hybrid. That was, that was good. Because you have to draft two guards, two forwards, and a center. Yeah, I tried to stay basically within the specific position. But I will say, shooting guard was hard. No, I just, I just like using like a, a guard and a guard. Well, if that were the case, then I probably messed up my two guard. But I'm, I'm still gonna stay with the, we're still gonna stay within the parameters of what I decided. So number one pick, LBJ. I gotta do it to you because you like him. I know you're gonna pick him next if I don't. I have a feeling I know where you're going. Well, it's your, it's your your favorite player of all time, minus yep. Dwight Howard. Yep. So I'll take Shaquille O'Neal, the yeah. most dominant player, supposedly. He is the most dominant player of all time. If he had the work, he's ethic, my second. He had the work of huh? Bryant. No one would ever question if he was the best player of all time. Crazy. Uh, yeah, Shaq was my next pick. Um, uh-huh. So I am going to. Since I since my center is pretty much wide open, I'll wait on that. Uh, I'm going to go with my point guard, and that is another Laker, and that is of course obviously the 1979 number one overall pick, Magic Johnson. Oh, thank God. Okay, good. Well, I can't. Okay. That's, those are two really good pass first. I like those. You could actually put those with both guys in guards. Well, I put I, I characterize LeBron as a small forward and Le, and uh, Magic as a point. That's fair. I'm torn between one guy who has two names or five names, or if you, well, if you want to go that route. Because I do have a center, but this guy could technically be a four. You can't take Kareem at the four. He was never a four. Well, he would. That he never played power forward. Ever. Nope. That's why I have. That's why I can wait on my center because he's he's my center. You know that he's my center. This is actually there's actually a lot of like scrubs on this list. I don't know if you noticed on the number one pick list. The number one pick. There there are a lot of busts, but that's that's the crazy thing is is. You know, I, that's why it was so hard for me to find a two guard. I'm gonna pair Shaq. I want to do modern day NBA, but I go, I go, go with Oscar. I'm gonna put Oscar in there as was- a. I'm gonna put Oscar as a three. No, he never played forward. How do you figure? You figure this guy never played forward his entire life. Well, you can't say you can't pick him as a forward because he might have played one game. Okay, well that's like saying you can't take LeBron as a point guard. That's just stupid. Okay, I'll take him as a guard. I'll take him as a guard. Oscar Robertson was a one. It was mainly mainly a one, but he was a, he was a guard. You watched every game, I'm sure. Go ahead. 
what what for one defensive substitution they put him in at four one time. That's Guys, not why. Oscar Robinson is six foot four. He's not playing forward. All right. All right. So my my power forward, my my forward, I guess, is going to be Tim Duncan, the nineteen ninety seven number one overall pick. He was actually on my list, so I give him credit. He he definitely should be. Well, I, I'm not the biggest fan of him, but okay. Um, my two guard, I'm just gonna have to. I'm I have to do this because he's like the only two guard left on my list. Allen Iverson, and oh. yes, he can be a two. He can be a two guard. No, he was my two guard. Okay, good. He was my two guard. Yeah, I was. That's what you get for letting me put take Oscar at the three. Yeah, that was uh, that was tough. That because I don't know of many other shooting guards. <laughs> Take Kate Cunningham. Yeah, right. I might do. Um, I'm going to then. I'm just going to go ahead and grab my center and the 1969 number one overall pick, Lou Alcindor, also known as Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Boom! I'm trying to help you out here. You got out. Al- okay, so I just. Alan Iverson, oh, I thought it said Georgia. It was Georgetown. I'm like, what in the world? Yeah, he went to Georgetown. He was a oh, yeah. John Wall, Kyrie Irving, mm. Andrew Wiggins. I'm just letting out guards for you. I still have a guard. I still have my shooting guard. Oh, you do? Okay, good. All right. Oh, Michael Thompson, Clay's father, who almost made my list, actually. It's your pick. This thing, okay. So I've got... AI and Oscar, however you want to put those two together. I got Shaq. I need me a three. I need me a four. You've got Tim Duncan. Oh, this is tough. I'm going to take some youth here. I'm going to take Paolo Bancaro this year's Rookie of the Year as my small forward. What? What? You are hilarious. Well, you're the one who said I couldn't use the other guy. What other guy? Oscar is my three. I know. I'm just surprised you took you took Paolo Bencaro as your what? What did you take him as your forward? Small forward, yeah. All right. I have to look here. Um, I have a guy. That's probably going to end up being the pick because he is a, a Hall of Famer, but I don't really know much about him. It's David Thompson, the 1975 number one overall pick. But I may have to, for the fans, I may have to draft somebody who is a little bit more closer to relevant in nowadays, in, in today's game. But who do you take? Do you take Anthony Edwards? I mean, he's probably <laughs> he's probably the best shooting guard, true shooting guard. In, I mean, right now it's – John Wall's just nothing. I, 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 Kyrie Irving, but he's never played two. Derek Rose is never a two. Like, who do you take? You just, I don't know what to take. It's, I, why couldn't Kobe just be drafted number one overall or Michael Jordan? <laughs> oh, man. I think I'm just going to go with the guy who's a Hall of Famer and go with David Thompson. Okay. I don't know anything about him. I know he's a Hall of Famer. That's all I know. 
and he's going to be my number five pick, David Thompson. 1975, number one overall pick of the Atlanta Hawks. I'm torn. What <laughs> power forward between Zion Williamson and Anthony Davis? I'm like choosing between two China glasses. I think it's an obvious choice, but maybe not. Well, I mean, I'm, to pair with Shaq, I'm going to go with AD because AD can stretch the floor. If I need God, oh my, I don't even know about that. But he can stretch the floor a little bit, and he's allergic to rebounds on like every other night. So I'm, I'm going to go with Shaq as my rebounder, and AD can do his own little, oh, why do that? Oh, that's the that obvious pick because AD might be allergic to rebounds, but Zion's allergic to actually suiting up. So Shut up. Go ahead. <laughs> True. Over under – 50 games for Zion next year. You don't under even because, can't even answer. <laughs> you say under? Under because, under because the Pelicans are being stupid. They won't even let him play. They tried. They probably want him to play. They have him warming up. They, they, they're they videoing him, put him on social media, and then he's the one that says, oh, well, Zion will play when Zion is ready. <laughs> I'm the dumb, the dumb, dumb, dumb. I don't know if he said all that, but. What was your picks again? All right, I'm going to recap the picks. I have, I'm just going to recap them in, in position order. Number, point guard, Magic Johnson, the 1979 overall number one pick. Number, the, the shooting guard, 1975, David Thompson, number, I keep saying number, the small forward, number uh, 2003, LBJ, uh, power forward, Tim Duncan, 1997, and center, Kareem Abdul Jabbar, 1969. Who do you think won? Re- re- Re, go over your picks again. Oscar against Magic. Yeah. AI against whoever the hell that is. Well, well, Paolo's got some length, but he doesn't have any size on LeBron. But he's not like bulky yet. All right. AD and who was AD against um Tim Duncan? Duncan, yeah. I'll take. We're gonna play. We're gonna we're gonna stretch Tim Duncan out. We're, we're gonna take him outside the three point line, and then number um, of course Shaq against Kareem. Pick your poison. Oof! This one's gonna have to be put to a vote. I think. I think. I think you. I think you might win this one. No, you're too. You're too high on Shaq. Stop that. Well, the only reason I think you won't win this one is because of Paolo Bencaro. <laughs> Shut up! Who should be your small forward if Oscar can't be it? You're if you're just if you were just doing forwards, you could have done Zion and AD. Hold on. Well, hold on now. Well, no, it's too late. Oh no, I can't. Because you told me like I couldn't like do positions like that. Well, some did. guys are some guys are forwards and centers. But the the like point Kareem. being, you made your draft. I don't think Kareem is a forward center. Okay. All right. That's going to do it here for us at the AM Drive. Hope you enjoyed the show. And our I got screwed. I got screwed. I don't think you got screwed. I even texted you last night. Do you know what you – you have to build one position, each position. Trust me, I I had a tough time with the shooting guard. I, I should have probably taken a different guard. I probably should have taken Kyrie at the two. Um oh. Uh, shit, I don't know. Whoops. You would have lost that one if you took Kyrie. 
I took a guy that nobody's ever heard of who's somehow in the Hall of Fame. So, uh, oh, might not have lost with Kyrie. AI was the pick, though. AI was the logical pick. Uh, again, that's going to do it here for us on the AM Drive. Enjoy your sports weekend. Enjoy the hockey. Enjoy the basketball. Enjoy the lacrosse playoffs as well. Uh, don't forget, next year in the lacrosse, make sure that you vote for the Daily Dive as the best media personality in the NLL. He was snubbed this year, but next year. Next year, maybe he'll he'll be uh, he'll be nominated. So, uh, for Michael Carvelis, I'm Aaron Cross saying, enjoy again, enjoy your weekend, and of course, as always, drive safe. <laughs>